you're going to listen to a short clip from the full interview I did with John Kempf, co-founder of Advancing Eco Agriculture, where John explains why you should forget about soil health and focus on plant health instead. You asked this question to Gabe Brown actually in an earlier interview. What do you believe, and I'm going to use this question because I think it's very strong, what do you believe that is true? And he, you said about modern agriculture that others don't believe, but I would like to ask this one. What do you believe that is true about regenerative agriculture that others don't believe to be true? What I believe to be true about regenerative agriculture that uh, is different from what many other people think about is what the engine of change actually is. There is this idea within, particularly within the domain of organic and biological and regenerative agriculture, that it takes healthy soil to grow healthy plants. And if you want to produce a disease and insect resistant crop, as I've been talking about, then you need to begin by focusing on soil health. I believe this is in fact completely inaccurate. It's, it is not healthy soil that produces healthy plants. It is healthy plants which create healthy soil. If you consider soil in the absence of plants, then it is essentially decomposed rock. But it is in fact plants which through the process of photosynthesis, carbon sequestration, producing sugars, transmit these sugars out through the roots as root exudates to feed soil biology that contribute organic matter and that create what we consider to be healthy soil. So the, the foundational idea behind this is the realization that what we have come to accept as normal and as common is plants which are photosynthesizing only about 15 to 20 percent of their inherent photosynthetic and genetic capacity. That it is possible to manage nutrition by using foliar applications of specific nutrients and by using biologicals to in effect hack the system where we can increase the photosynthesis of a given plant or given crop from let's say 20% up to 80%, which means that we quadruple the volume of sugars being produced in every 24 hour photo period. But that quadrupling of sugars isn't necessarily going to contribute to quadrupling the yield. You might get a 20% or a 40% yield response, but you won't likely get a 4x yield response. So all of the additional sugars that are produced from this spike in photosynthesis are sent out through the root systems as root exudates to feed soil biology. This is how we can build soil organic matter by a third to a half a percentage point per year while we are growing a crop. We can do this on strawberries in California where we have the soil is tilled with a rototiller every year. It's covered in plastic mulch. It's fumigated. There are no cover crops. There is a long list of sins committed against soil health and strawberry production and some of these fruit and vegetable ecosystems. And yet we can build soil organic matter in these systems and sequester carbon simply by focusing on plant health. So our emphasis, our focus should not be on building soil health, but instead on increasing plant health because healthy plants are the engine that create healthy soil. And I mean, this this is going to go against quite a few people in the regenerative agriculture space, including me, that always says, focus on the soil, focus on the soil. But it's, you're right, the plants and the trees create the soil. What does that mean for soilless growing in greenhouses, hydroponics, etc.? Well, the, the challenge with growing in hydroponics is that in most cases, in many cases at least, the biology that is needed to support plant health 
is absent in the root system. So I put together a diagram called the plant health pyramid that we use to describe for growers how we observe the evolution of plant health at different stages, different physiological processes, how they become resistant to different types of, and groups of diseases and insects. And what we've observed is that the first two levels of the plant health pyramid, level one and level two, where there's complete photosynthesis and complete protein synthesis, these first two levels can be achieved simply by balancing plant chemistry and by balancing plant nutrition. So those first two levels can be achieved hydroponically. The upper two levels of the plant health pyramid, where plants begin producing much higher concentrations and much higher levels of plant secondary metabolites and all of these aromatic compounds that form the foundation of us being able to have a conversation about food as medicine, these compounds are only formed in higher levels when plants have an abundant microbial community in the root system and in the rhizosphere, which precludes most hydroponic operations. So if we really want to have a conversation about producing healthy food, that plants that are resistant to disease, all diseases and all insects and achieving the upper levels of the plant health pyramid, that is generally quite unlikely to happen in a hydroponic system.